Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you want to be my friend, you had better go and get a pail. And maybe we can get in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. What if we bet bells the podcast? What if we got James Taylor? And I'm sure he'd be a. I can get him. I'm sure he'd be a fine guest, but just to have him for the opening, and then have him leave, I'd be fine with me. I mean, it wouldn't be fine with me, but like I, it would be a waste. My cup would be full. We would feel like we didn't eat all of the buffalo. We didn't use every element of the buffalo. Yes or no? All right, James, get out of here. And I will text her out of context. Yes or no? My two pen pals in this room. Yeah. Do you think Amy Mann has James Taylor's phone number in her phone? All right. That's how we're going to get him. I know. Amy. You do, listen? I do, yeah. Amy, who do you have? Amy, if you listen to this show, and I think you do. I maybe you, you do don't. Too. But if you do, throw us some names. <laughs> Give us some famous people. Just do it. Also, come back we're yourself. Fun. Come back yourself. Also, you should come back. You have good wisps. We're fun. You have really good wisp going today. What does that mean? You know, you're, you know the thing. Product. Remember we're college Product. coming out the side. Oh wisp? yeah. You kind of have some of that on top. Oh, top wisp. It looks good. Top wisp. It, you you look nonchalant, like ready to go. Thank you. Isn't that the key with hair? Right. Like, the key and, with hair is to either look like you cared a lot or you don't care. But or, either way, you care a lot. If you're the worst type ways. of person, it looks like you mean fucking business. Oh, yeah. Anybody whose hair identity is I don't fuck around. Yeah. <laughs> settle. It's so funny to like see someone with very slicked back, villainous yeah. hair. And I'm not going to say it looks bad, it but it's just the only, the only characters. I've always been villains or like, mm-hmm. or like just gross, <laughs> like Wall Street. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah, what's the, what's the hero <laughs> with slicked back hair? Yeah. 
I is there know. a hero with slick back hair? I mean, hair? even Christopher Reeve, they made it have to be a curl just to adjust it a little bit. Yeah. Slick. Trinity, I guess. But I feel like we're more talking about men. Yeah. A woman, it's then you're like, oh, badass. She's yeah. a bat in a movie. I mean, she also wore just leather and did karate. <sighs> Not that? quite Wall Street. Do you remember that opening? Were you in the theater? Yes. Yes. I and went she, by myself. And the cops all come running in and she does this. I saw The Matrix. You saw it by yourself? I saw The Matrix in theaters by myself. I saw it with Roy Marks. I, think. I went down to Central Florida to take a look at the campus and meet the coach to see if that's where I was going to go to school and uh, went over to watch a movie while my stepmom took a nap. And I went over to watch a movie and it was The Matrix. And I was just like, what am I at? Like, loved it. Whoa. Loved it so much. I love so that. fun. Doing stuff by I, yourself is fun. That's the movie I've seen the most in theaters. Okay. Was The Matrix. I think I saw it six times in the theaters. I think I saw Star Wars New Hope, the re-release. I think I saw that too many times, to be honest. If you had to guess. Five? To, five, yeah. Four or five. I also was working at a movie. It's too much. I was working at a movie theater when Titanic came out. Yeah. And so I used to know that movie by the score. I could just hear it and know where they were at. Yeah. But that doesn't count to me. as I loved Titanic. I loved it too. 1998, 11th grade. It's a commitment to watch it, obviously. No shame at all. Love Titanic. You shouldn't at all. Cried. You were only like four when it came out. Cried all the time. That's right. I was four. (laughs) We just keep messing with time. I was four in 98. (laughs) (laughs) Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. We're going to take a quick break, folks. And when we get back, you know where we're going. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together. We'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. 
In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Let's go to the letters! Oh, I want... Oh! Yes! Go! That was like a hacky sack. Do you think the first time that announcer went, go, and held it, everyone around was like, and he was like, and they were like, keep going. He was oh! Or do you think he was like, he was like, he was like, after the next goal? Yeah. I'm gonna yell watch. until I'm gonna yell until they're done celebrating. Watch. Yeah. And everyone goes, no, no way. way. Watch. Watch. Did you hacky sack? You had to soccer. It was not that far I, of elite I, casual. Yeah, but I I think I hated it because of soccer. I'm like, this is what am I doing? It doesn't. There's no. You know what I mean? There's no. I view. loved it. Look at this place is. We've littered the studio with liquid death. Yeah, there's a parable in there. There is. All right, here we go. Go go go. Good day, Pentelman. That's no, new. That's new. I like that. Pentelman. That could be merch. <laughs> Not the same. Long-time New Zealand listener, second-time writer. I wrote in about Stern as yet unresolved. David? The NBA commissioner? I think so. Hmm. Previous, yeah. before Silver. Okay. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old son, Bragg, and although... And they said Bragg. Mm -hmm. And although I feel I'm relatively strained... Restrained with this sort of thing, at current time of writing, I have about 350 photos of him on my phone. That's not counting my wife, his grandparents, slash other family photos taken by his daycare or anyone else who has snapped a shot of our beautiful little stinker. I'm, 35, I'm 34 years old, uh, also brag, and reckon that 350 has got to be close to as many photos of me that exist, mostly in physical form due to my age. Similarly... My next question is this: Do you think there are more photos of you guys than all of you male, all of your male ancestors combined? I ask only about the males, as I figured they're historically less likely to have as many photos of them than their presumably more glamorous better halves. Therefore, a more interesting number. I guess it's different for you too, as performers and actors. But for the average man of a similar age, do you think that's true or no? A penny for your thoughts. Your exotic foreign pen pal, Vince. Bing, bing, bing. Has anyone ever said a penny for your thoughts? No. Because this guy that is so open and closed. Pentelman with a penny for your thoughts. This is a merch machine. Maybe we it's New Zealand. Should invest in one of those nerd ass fucking penny flatteners. And it comes out with a picture of us, like and it, and on the other side it says a penny for your thoughts. And when you do it, it's just like yeah. <laughs> and we obviously we have a dime, a dime for your dreams and a quarter for a peek at your schemes. Waiting for Gotham. You remember that song? So what I want to say, um, <laughs> what if you, you, that is, you are joking, but also you never want to admit you haven't seen Waiting for Gotham. Yeah. People. I always, I always turn it. I always try to avoid the question because <laughs> yeah. it's such an iconic movie. Seminal. Um, I want to say without a doubt, 
100% yes, there are more pictures of us than all of our ancestors combined. I would say there's more pictures than all of my living relatives. And I, I mean, I will go as far as to the tree of uh, Bob and Rosemary. I, I, I mean, I'm talking like the male or female, just in terms of ancestors, not even necessarily alive, but sure, some of them. But the, and that is specifically based on the fact that even without our careers, where there's maybe more photos to be had, th- th- we just live in a culture of taking photos now. If you had to guess, bef- prior up until, let's just call it 1920, the average person had three photos of them, m- tops ever taken in, them li- in their life? I- if. That's what I'm saying. I would say That'd most people were at zero. Yes. And maybe I'm crazy because I don't really know history. All I know is that the <laughs> Titanic, as previously mentioned, was in 1912. Uh-huh. It's true. Remember? December seventeenth. I, right. I got that right. December seventeenth. December seventeenth. Um, <laughs> there is, without a doubt, more pictures. There are more pictures of my daughter in the first year of her life than uh, all of her ancestors combined. Not you. No, but I mean, like l- dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, oh, from my well, now my parents, my parents generationally, parents, grandparents, great grandparents, and on and on and on and on. My daughter has probably exceeded them uh, maybe in the very first year of being alive. Now th- I could be... Because taking a photo is now nothing. Nothing. That's what I say. Even if you were born in 1950... Yeah. By 1975... Yeah. Do you count yearbooks? How many... If you don't count school how many, photos... How many pictures in I 25 would, years? I bet they would probably maybe have 50. That's interesting because there is there, there's technology at that time. Well, family photos. This is a great question. Family photos in yearbook, but there is technology at the time. There are like go buy a camera, go get pictures right. taken. Like yes. that's happening. Yes. Like my grandfather had video of my mom when she was young. But selfies aren't anywhere near a thing. So even if other people have to take photos of you, you're not taking photos of yourself either, which is a huge thing. In what we're yes. Doing. And so – yes. And someone has to be usually be the person with now the that, camera. Now you've made it very interesting because if all like if you eliminate selfies, like where do you think you stand? I still think it's definitely more than our ancestors because it's just been pictures mm-hmm. our whole life. Are we, and we're not but counting like as soon as two thousand eight. Are you counting ATMs? What do you mean? They take a photo of you every time no. you're there. No. And, and I mean Walmart? I mean social when like you walk fun. In? Social. I mean like school. Yeah. Uh, family photo portraits. Right. Uh, Christmas cards. Right. Christmas every, Day. Every Christmas Day. Christmas Day alone is at least 12. Is more days. than a certain number of ancestors. Of Christmas. That one day is a certain, than yes. a certain number of ancestors. I am safe in saying that I wouldn't believe before 1920, like I said, the most photos any person would have of them in their lifetime is three. I yeah. do think, though, culturally. When did photos start? Well, we know in Back to the Future 3 they were doing them. That's right. So, And that's the old drape and, and that movie shit, was right? made in 1980. <laughs> that was good. Do they go 100 years? Is that 1885? Do they go 100 years? So that's 1885? They go, uh, I think so. It feels right, doesn't it? Because it goes 85 55. to 55. Does he go 100? 1855. That's right, that's a good, that's a, or eighteen. It's eighteen fifty-five or eighteen eighty-five. It's all in that. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I would get. 
But it would be a thing for families to still get a photograph. So that's what I'm saying. The average person probably had one. Yeah. And then I would think most you would have is three. Yeah, like if yeah. they were like, all right, let's get a picture of everybody who built the railroad. Yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Not you marginalized people. We don't even use that word yet. Yeah, yeah. But like, let's get a picture of the gang. Yeah. Wanted picture. Yeah. Which was sometimes just a drawing. Most of the time it was probably a drawing. Definitely in Had cartoons. to be a drawing. Definitely in cartoons. <laughs> drawing every time. All of it. Yeah. Every, even the reality. Lissa has information. I can, f- I can feel it. Yeah. Well, the first, first of all, the first photograph was taken in 1826. Interesting. Okay, so yeah. By 1920, it's been around for 100 years. But also, yeah. the first flat screen, we weren't getting those. Yeah. Right? And confirmed that Back to the Future Part 3 is 1885. Okay. Yep. But I also think that I took the most pictures of myself on disposable cameras when I was yes. younger. Right. Like, I think... It's so easy to take pictures now. Yeah. yeah. Fewer pictures exist of me now than they did during the time when you had to physically like obtain a camera yeah. to take a picture. Especially the disposable ones. And then you just submit the disposable I mean, it says like, all that film. You can't really bar the fact that we are actors or uh, like comedian like stage performers yeah because that 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 is our life and there were people that were actors and stage performers that didn't have many photos taking yeah Yeah, so it all grades to the same level i think um what was your guess from 55 to 75 or 50 to 75 i don't know i i really i really don't know because i you're still it's obviously film um but I'm wondering, like, what is the accessibility of film? What is the price of film? How many people cubes? just have the flash a camera? Cubes? Because I don't, I don't think it was just a thing to go around with a camera. I mean, I was but just thinking even about with this. the camera. What did you have? Twelve shots. But think about you had like sixteen shots. I think it also depends where you're at in the world. Because right now we take pictures all the time of. Everything. Everything. You look around. Someone's taking a picture it, all the time. I take pictures of things to remember things. I did it today. Remember when we were kids in the 80s, that was like a joke people made about Japanese people because yeah. they took pictures. All It was like they're always taking pictures. That's Yeah, it was a one, trope in 80s movies and stuff. Yes. Yeah. One, that's how far ahead Japan was <laughs> in what and what a culture of what what, yeah. what people do. Because yeah. remember, we thought that, at least I, growing up, thought, even outside of the joke of it, I was always like, what are you doing? We also made fun of the Why uncle. Why do you want to take a we picture of everything? We also made fun everything. of the uncle who always wanted to film everything. Yes. Yes. We're all that uncle. Yes. And now we're all that uncle, and we're all, we're all Japanese uncles. Hashtag, <laughs> we are all Japanese uncles. That is the truth. I remember just being like, why do you want to take all these pictures and carry this camera and all this stuff? And like, you look at it now, and I understand it's obviously way more convenient. But you don't sit around going, I wonder why they wanted to take all these pictures. They, like, the, and and maybe it was other cultures too. I just know that growing up, and it wasn't just in movies and TV shows, you did see Japanese people taking tons of photos. More part of their culture. Yes. And, And I was just thinking about that the other day where it's like, Man, that is what we do now, and it's so crazy that we'd be like, okay, look at them taking all these photos, and now we're like, look at us taking all these photos. Literally, the whole world now does what Japan was doing 40 years ago. 40 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Think of the food we're going to start getting. (laughs) 
Japan's food? Uh, I can't take us down that road. We Why won't not? come back. We won't come back. We might go to it in the next letter. Okay, yeah. guys. So the an average U.S. citizen takes more photos than any other now. person nowadays. That's right. We do fucking dominate that but shit. But I dude. want you to guess. Uh, I don't know. I feels... mean, what would be with that attitude? Yeah. It. Yeah. Could be more. We could be more nothing. <laughs> that was our sergeant's undercover, and they are horrible. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, if I were I'm not a cop, it, I would have known how to do that if I was a cop. Dude. Yeah, bud. I'm not a cop. I'm a normal citizen. No one asked. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, if well, anyone's thinking it. Right. <laughs> how many? Photos per day does the average U.S. citizen take? Well, this, I'm right, you have to factor in parents. 10. Because I still want to come back to that with you. I bet I'm way low. I would say. I was going to say 20. Uh, I, I guess I'm thinking about myself. That makes me feel better. Screenshots. I, I think this number is about to make me feel better about how many photos I take. Screenshots don't count. Do you mean just a photo or a selfie? Take a photo. Anything. Well, a selfie is a it photo. It just says photos. So, photos, okay. Yeah. I think the number of times you take your camera out on your phone. Ten. Ten? Ten. Ten? Ten. 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 This thing, this, I go... This. Ten? Ten? <laughs> There's something about that movement I don't like. Ten? I'm bad. I'm bad. I'm bad. Is it going to be ten? I'm bad. <laughs> I'll go guess? twenty. You said 20? Yeah. Okay, it's 20.2 photos per day. Wow. You were going to oh. say 20. Or... I was going to say 20, but I really thought that was too much. And yeah. then Asia Pacific follows the U.S. with 15 photos per day. So we're taking we're taking a lot of photos. We're taking a lot. What do you think we're even doing with them other than taking up memory and having to get higher iCloud accounts? <laughs> Can I say a quick American numbers thing? Yes. <laughs> so I watched... Our numbers are better. <laughs> I started digging into who... I just wanted to know... For reasons that don't matter, who sold the most albums? Yeah, and then they do this thing where they're like they call it units because they start including singles. I wanted right. to know the whole fucking album. Yeah, who sold the most? And I think I was looking at like Elton John's in the top five. It's like Elton John, Beatles, Elvis, um, Michael Jackson, mm -hmm. Thriller, and uh, so they, they they break it down by country, right? So Elton John is like two hundred and sixty million albums yeah. sold, which I think they were also including units, whatever. United States makes up 214 million of that. Oh, you yeah. know what it was? It was the Beatles. Uh, yeah. They make up 214 million of the Beatles because I was like, what the f did the UK do? Yeah. And it, it's population size, right? Obviously. As well. yes. But I thought it blew me away that we carry that much. When yeah. people say, like, when you, when you, as an actor or a musician, or an artist of any level, yeah. once you break into the American market, they're not joking. Right. Yeah. It is. That's the We're market. buying. It's the most buyer. Yeah. We're buying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we well, are, look at the places where people talk about like- 214 out of the 260. 200, so every country India, combined doesn't even matter. India, China, yeah. the United States, spe speaking specifically of just a country, not yeah. like a continent, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like China, India, mm -hmm. um, and the United States. When you break into those three places, I mean, that, to break into one of them is crazy. Yeah. But 
to be like a Michael Jackson, where it's like, no, everyone around the world is fully aware. And then Europe as a whole, but literally we're talking about just individual countries. Mm-hmm. Like that's truly insane. Those are those markets are. Those are the highest populations. India now has the highest population, I think, over China. They just got more, like they just tallied, I don't know, tallied, is that the right word? Yeah. More people than China is now India at a certain billion. I don't know. I read it in a meme. I believe you. That's where I get my news. I love reading a good meme. I get all my news oh from my memes. God. Just sit to sit back with a meme and just I'm not gonna lie, it. I do really like memes. I think memes is some of the It's a type of humor. It's a type of humor and those like creators, whoever they are, of a really good meme, I would love to know if they could like where their lives are at in a script. Because I'm like, man, you you really get a joke. Yeah. Can you get story? And if so, there's also this. How m- are you not just known to everybody? And, but in that meme world, it's not, the world we live in now. They're probably like, well, I actually make more money doing memes than I would ever get winning an Oscar. We're like, oh, right. there's also this new trend of comedy that it, I don't think it's necessarily a meme because it's never attached to any sort of image or anything. Yeah, and it's like this. Uh, I would be surprised if you've seen it, and I don't know if you have or not. It's almost it's like sex positive comedy. It primarily lives on Twitter. There's a Instagram accounts that do it too. And they'll do things like, sure, sure, he loves you, but will he watch you eat two Big Macs? Yeah. Or like, um, no, I don't ever want to have sex again. Come over. Like there, it's, it's, it's sex positive comedy and it is so funny yeah. and so smart and yeah. so also like agency and all that stuff. And it's it's this new type, and these people are so specifically good at it. Yeah. And I don't know that they could ever go on stage and tell a joke. Yeah, yeah, that's but what the, I wonder. That's so what I want to know. Like, what are the other mediums would you like thrive at? Uh, question. One, I have one quick thing. Okay, you do. I have a question for you too. The, what I love about this letter is uh, my daughter, who is going to be eight soon. Her entire life is on video and picture. Imagine when you say like, "Oh, how many pictures have been taken of me." My daughter could go and sit down, you know, if I had the gumption to put it all together. I could put together a montage that is so long and she could see her progression very close to almost every day of her life. And I've been fascinated by that idea, but I'm also wondering, is that psychologically damaging or is that enthralling to be like oh i saw myself become myself there's no gray area i got to see it or Very are our brains meant to have the gray area we are so then you don't want to but like, i don't know if it hurts you to be able us. to see it but i know that one of the greatest benefits we have as humans is our ability to forget yeah and uh there was a woman who suffered su- i don't want to say suffers has that condition where she can remember every everything. date and everything yes. and so her husband passed away i might have said this once on the show before yeah. her husband passed away and she said People are like, oh, isn't that so great? You can remember everything. Well, she goes, it's a curse right. because every day I still can, it, I can remember that it feels like he died this morning. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. And so to have distance, and, and it's different, like how you're saying, is that beneficial or not? To be able to go, oh, that was the, around the time I chose to do this yeah. instead of well, that. Well, in this case, you like, wouldn't remember it. In this case, it would be but it would jo- the difference. But it could jog. It, it could, but it would just be seeing it. Yeah. Like there is something interesting to be able to like see, like going back and yeah, looking. Do you want at your myself, whole life to flash before? You I can see myself at seven years old. I can go play a video and hear it. You know, the, in the mm-hmm. in the world of VHS cameras, not film, but, but like it's VHS, a glimpse. It's a glimpse. She's getting 
I, but literally, if someone said, remember this? This is when you were seven years old at your baseball game. And you go, oh, my God, that's so crazy. And they go, this is the next day. Then this is the next day. This is what happened the next three days after that because we didn't do anything. That, this is the next And you just go, oh, wait, sorry, you have that whole month? You have that whole month on video. And they go, yeah, I've got videos and I've got pictures. You could see everything that happened that whole month. That's what I wonder. Do you know what the other side of that is, Roar? And you do haven't, and I love it for you, haven't experienced much of this. Relationships. Yeah. You have every... I've never experienced one. <laughs> no, but once it ends, the heartbreak, yeah. you yeah. have every... How many... All these photos, all these videos. It's crazy. And I mean loving yeah. uh, days in the park and sexual ones. You you can yeah. revisit Porn. that intimacy. Like you... But I mean the heartbreaking part of it. Like that person doesn't want to kiss you anymore. Dark, dark. That person porn. doesn't. Yes. Dark, 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 porn. dark, dark in your heart. Yeah. But like you can read, you could watch. It's a, bizarre. You, there's TikToks of people who chronic, like show the chronological order of a relationship blooming and dying via TikTok. screenshots of their yeah. text messages. Yeah, yeah. So it also to sometimes in oh, those man. areas to look back, I think that that can be very you. You have to let it go. Yeah. You have to, uh, you have to disassociate somehow. Yeah. Question I have for you, and then we'll get on here. How many pictures do you think you have on your phone of your daughter? I have if no you idea. Had it to is guess. so many. But you haven't got to a point where you create a Elliot hard drive? Could be like 90% of the videos and pictures. Wow. I mean, it's constantly. And yeah, when you go to have muse, to clean things out, do you not delete? I don't even know. Like, I don't know how my phone even works. <laughs> you probably have to get... I'm, I have I'm, a lot of iCloud, but I don't know that it's working. <laughs> but don't you think you probably will... She's only eight. You probably will have to get yeah. an external hard drive of just... I mean, Elliot, I have or two deleted. terabytes in the iCloud. Okay. But my phone will still go. There's no room for anything. And I'm like, I don't understand. How do I have this iCloud? You really are in a conundrum. I don't know how to doing do a bit. I need, I got to go to Apple. If you, but if you guessed, Let's would you put it honest. at 10,000? I mean, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, she's eight, almost. Right. So 365 times eight. Times eight. I don't know. And then maybe... Well, as Lisa said, twenty point two pictures. Three hundred <laughs> times eight is three hundred <laughs> times eight is twenty four thousand, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's insane. I'm never gonna do this math. I'm Vince, gonna... we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scoville and Daniel Vinker. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations 
questions that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already yeah. see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. A lot of artists in general, people that are very creative, sometimes tend to overthink. That's one of my number one rules. Don't ever overthink. You can think ahead, but don't overthink. And what I mean by that is when they start to write a record, they're like, oh, that's not the line. Oh, that's not this. Oh, it's not that. And everybody has a creative process. I'm not knocking it. For me, I just let it flow. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The barbershop quartet. So clearly been at Disneyland. Did you see the barbershop quartet? You know, they had the... the, Do you remember when you hung up on me? They're walking around. Yeah, because we ran into Jasmine and Aladdin. There's Aladdin and Jasmine. Dude, I got to go. There's Aladdin and Jasmine. I got to go. Aladdin and Jasmine. We just saw him. It was also funny because Elliot goes, I want to see Aladdin and Jasmine. And I go, look, they're there right there. They could literally... Look, they're they're there. You ride Little Mermaid? We did. Love Little Mermaid. That's all right. How many miles we walked? Uh, 23 <laughs> miles, something like that, 22, 23 miles. Any pain? I mean, you've got D1 legs, so you're probably D1 fine. D1 legs. D1 legs. It was insane. It's so insane, the amount of water. Did you enjoy it? wasn't super hot, right? No, it was great. Yeah. It was like a little drizzle to start the last day, and then it was nothing. It was great. Awesome. Perfect weather. Um, plugs and hugs. Plug yeah, plug couple yourself. things. Quick plug. Uh, RoyScoville.com. All yep. the dates that needed to get changed have now been you found a home changed. So um, I don't know them off off the top of my head, but Dallas, San Antonio is going to be in November. Seattle is going to be August twenty seventh. Uh, Portland and Vancouver also moved. Uh, the Michigan dates: Pontiac, Grand Rapids, uh, Dayton, Ohio. God, don't accidentally say Daytona. Whew, fires people off. Really, Dayton. Um, Daytona is better than Dayton, and I hate them both. There. Does that feel good? You fuck me. <laughs> I get so mad. No, Dayton, uh, which I have never played. I'm excited to play. Dayton, uh, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and um, I had another one. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Fort Wayne. All those have been moved. Find, find, go to RoySchool.com, and you'll find them. Come those on, are my, those, that's what I got. Uh, August 2nd, physical season three, third and final season. Do me a favor. Watch them all. It's a good show. I agree. And uh, Apple notices when you when you go back and watch them all. And for me, DanielVanKirk.com, uh, there's some real fun stuff happening uh, because of the writer's strike and uh, uh, solidarity through SAG. I'll be, uh, I can't work in that way. So um, I'm going to be doing live shows. I'll be at High Plains and I'm going to be in Cap City in December and I have other stuff I'm announcing. Plus I'll uh, be doing some other stuff to uh, maybe like digital things. I don't know. We'll see. Go to DanielVanKirk.com. But very importantly, yes, we have a birthday coming up. 
That's right. We're plan. We are still planning to do five years. You got your the movie. Everything's moved. It's we're Things still planning. Flux. We're still planning a we walk onto a stage and we'll have a great time. Hashtag seventy to change. We'll never do it. But regardless of that, we have a birthday episode. <laughs> <laughs> we do have a birthday episode. We do have. A, and it that ha- is never. It, not it is happening. happening. That has never not happened. It's never not happened. Yeah, I love never not happening. With Tell them about with Jimmy Tell Fargo. Them do. Um, on the sixth, on July sixth, at five. PM LA time. That's 7 PM Rochelle, Illinois time and 8 PM Greenville time. We will be streaming. We did this once before. Everything will be up at, well, it's a, it's on, it's an Eventbrite link. I'd imagine you'll get it to put on yours. It'll be on. Mine. It'll get posted. Yeah. It'll be on our link trees and all that shit as well. Um, it'll be a streaming of a live episode. So it's not going to be the live show. We're saving that live show for when we get to come out and see all you guys, but you will be able to join in and watch us record what will be a great birthday episode. And I can't tell you that Michael Keaton won't be there. I And I can't tell you that he will. Exactly. And that's so the show, really. But it's definitely going to be our birthday. So that's July 6th, 7 p.m., Rochelle, Illinois time. Go to RoryScoville.com or DanielVanKirk.com for that. Should we do another one? Let's, Let's go, to go to this letter. letter. You got it. I was... Watch you for the highs and the lows. Watch me for the highs and lows. Okay, ready? Yeah. Rory. Yeah. I think it got handed to you. No. Parentheses. <laughs> it got mailed and found. It just found it. Parentheses. Extra Daniel. No all plus. Of the, all of the plus Daniel. Yeah. If you yeah, want, it's in parentheses. You know it's more of a math equation. If you want to make it great. Doesn't that look like a math equation? Could you do those? Of course I could. I bear. I don't even know. I don't think I made it to algebra two. I don't. But know I remember I it's it's uh. Inside out, right? When doing those? Did you see Algebra 3? Is it good? It's good if you've seen Algebra 2. <laughs> then you know what's going on. Billy Binomial? Okay. You don't remember? That wasn't a thing in your <laughs> curriculum? That's how they taught us that stuff. No. Okay. Or maybe it was. I wow. was bad at every subject possible. This uh, in contention for shortest letter we've ever, ever gotten. Okay. It's not a contest. It is. can be. Pals. That's it? Cereal, colon, soup, as oatmeal, colon, chili, question mark. Yeah. Nikki. Now I see why the the envelope was a math equation. Right, because this is a riddle? Because this is a riddly math equation. This is actually on a Hallmark card. Here's what I want to say. That's weird. I think that I, I agree with that. If we're going to say in the world of cereal, is cereal soup and oatmeal is chili? That's what it's asking? Yes. I would say yes. I think it's doing one of those soup. This is like a ACT Cereal question. is to soup what oatmeal is to chili. Right. And I agree. But you'd have to fill in the blank. I, I wonder if you were, if we, if somebody would have gotten that. I, pen pals, ask someone, go, cereal is to soup as oatmeal is to... They'd be able to finish it, right? Cereal is to soup mm-hmm. as French toast is to what? The clock is ticking. You have roughly 18 more minutes. <laughs> as fr- as so what do you cereal think? is to soup. You have one in your head? No, it's just that. You I, son I, of a I bitch. tried to think of another breakfast item. But I thought we could come up with one that's pretty good. For French toast? Well, if cereal is soup, French toast is, so it's bread, it's eggs, milk, it is a Monte Cristo. No, I feel like it's got to be. It, it's got to be a bread. Well, like, what's a fun lunch? 
right? Like, what's a fun? Because you're going thing? for the, vi- that's what the I think energy be, of it, right? But these work because of the. We are agreeing that these work because of the Te- mix, the texturally. texture. Oatmeal texture. is a Thank chili. Thank you so much. But French toast would be mozzarella sticks. Yeah. So now we're in the. All right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. If we're doing French toast sticks. or monkey bread, monkey bread. No, I think I, I like mozzarella sticks okay. better. Yeah, yeah. If it's like French toast sticks. Um, yeah, God, that's a tough one. What's another bread? Oh, cereal is to soup as. So I would say, like pancakes, waffles, uh, breakfast fruit bowl. Cereal is to soup as breakfast fruit bowl is to. I have one in my head. What is it? Oh, I thought you want to guess. Breakfast fruit bowl is to. Think of salad. it. Salad. Oh, that's not bad, but not where I was going. But that worked. I would say that that also works. Chips and salsa. I felt like because people can like you pick at it. If you also, if you have a little bit of a dip, some people with do your, a dip and it just ruins it. They're like I got a frosting dip like, with your fruit. There's nothing like breakfast that's <laughs> similar to <gasps> the pancake for the table. Could be chips and salsa. Yeah, pancake for the table. Yes. That's how you do it. Soup is to cereal as pancake for the table is the to chips and salsa. Right, a hundred percent. Let's right. agree. Let's agree. The um, amount of validation she has to do for us on a sing- any single episode. And then that's what she does disagree with? She's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and it just topples the whole you, house of cards. <laughs> you, and thank you again, You're welcome. got us breakfast Sammies. Oh, I know. Those are good biscuits. Those are, vi- those are not like most biscuits. What is your, what's your last, it's your last meal, but it's got to be breakfast. That's what are you going to go with? I don't really like breakfast. Is that true? Yeah. Uh, for There's a not man a lot who of... loves diners, I know. what are you always doing at the diner? Other than pie, what are you doing at the diner? Steak fries. Uh, give me a good like a club. Okay. Or yeah, open face turkey one. sandwich. Not into that. Really? A club. Uh, I like a good beef stew in a diner. Wow. Um, definitely, obviously, root beer. It's not really food, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, I like. I, I tend to go more towards like a sandwich, or if they've got a good diner burger. Yeah, and then I love a good steak fry and some and uh, like a um, chicken and rice soup. It's always wonderful at a diner. Man. Tuna, tuna melt. So yeah, so I would go tuna melt. I think I always have to go with breakfast. No, but I think I always do. if I am going to get in the world of like like sandwiches, I got. I feel like a diner. I got to go like a club or a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Or if there's a meatloaf that's they're known I never for. fuck with a meatloaf. Really? I, I don't what enjoy about a meatloaf sandwich? when it's overly onioned. Okay. You know? Okay. That's a, that's a hurdle okay. for me. Okay. Do you are you an onion rings guy? I can be talked into it. It's not You're net but you're not the guy. You. I'm not I'm probably I'm not the initiator probably. Do you like a fried mushroom? Yeah. I'm not going to order it, but I'll I'll help out. These are just like I'll chip in staples <laughs> of Wisconsin dining. Yeah, I mean I've had fried mushroom. I mean honestly, you fry anything, it's going to be fun. What's your but. favorite? We're at a bar app. The mozzarella stick, mozzarella stick, nachos. Depending on what we're yeah. talking about. How come I love nachos? How come if I go to any every baseball park, I, I will do this. Right. Every baseball park. <laughs> Gets to make up their own fucking rigmarole idea on how they want this field to be. It's one of the crazy things about baseball is they're like, yeah. hey, it, here, it's 485 feet to hit a home run. Over here, 17 feet, home run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you, like, do you remember that in Houston, they in center field, they used to have a hill? Yeah. A fucking hill. Yeah. So, But forgetting all that, 
every baseball stadium, you will you know what you're getting when you order nachos. Yeah. And for some reason, restaurants are just dug in on baking this cheese that you have to rip apart. How come I can't get my ballpark nachos at a fucking restaurant? Yeah. I want to dip, or I want it to be drizzled and, and just easy to pull apart. Here's what I can Go for it. Have you had Guy Fieri's trash can? Can nachos. Is that how you're supposed to say it? Fieri. Fieri. Yeah. Fieri. Fieri. Yeah, Fieri. Guy Fieri. Fieri. You're, are you doing a tea? Fieri. Almost, yeah. Fieri. Fieri. Guy Fieri. Uh, no, but they're bonded together because of the cheese. This is still the, my problem, God, though. Hit the trash can nachos. I cannot. Bronger made them. Enough. Where do you get them? At, At most of his restaurants, I think. Oh, okay. yeah. Bronger made them. He like did it. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember yeah, him posting they, about it. They come out in a cylindrical. There's like a cylindrical it's a whole can, and they lift it up, and then all the stuff just dumps out, and it's ooey and oh, gooey. Yeah. I mean, it's the best. Oh, but the ones I saw didn't dump. I, that's why I felt like I felt like they glued it together by baking cheese. Oh, you had a you had a fall. Now down? that makes more sense. That I'm they into would that. Come I'm out into like trash. That. They were so gooey at his restaurant at the Rio, and they'll bring they would bring them floor <laughs> side. Rio. Yeah. Name is Rio, and she dances on the sand. Love it. Nobody. That was good. I appreciate it. I know. I thought we'd all jump in. Oh, I don't know the next part. I don't either. <laughs> That's why I was hoping someone would jump in. My friend's show was at the Rio. Okay. But anyway, Ooh, they bring a pool side. I keep going. everything. I can't win. Oh, anyway. Oh, that's why the nachos were trashy. <laughs> God, is, I hate this that you. I'm you. Do. I don't have a string. I have to do it somehow. He's yeah. got a string. Yeah. You're going to bite a hole in your shirt. Um. Anyway, they're delicious. They're the best nachos. I would. Here's what I can't understand. You're doing the nachos. Does it not make sense to go, here's some nachos, fix them up. Nachos, fix them. Your chips, fix them up. When people do, here's a bunch of chips, and here's stuff we put on the top. So that once Everything you've kind of eaten here. the top layer, you just have yeah. empty. Once you eat the roof, you're just in a basement. And you're, yes, and you're like, what, who, who, like, who is in the kitchen going, this, well, I don't really want to work at it. Do you like this? Like, if you own a restaurant, like, for instance. You're, I know. If you come see me do stand-up, rest assured the jokes I'm doing, I want to hear. <laughs> I like them. If I own a restaurant, that's the food I want to eat. That's the food I want to make. It's a level of pride over just pushing something out that you're going to charge people for. You want to overcharge people? Fine. But give them something. Like, give them, or, like... Do you know how many times they can't turn off the fucking TV after the game's over? Yeah. And you're sitting here being like, ah, I don't need to watch this news. I don't need to watch the local news at the bar with the sound on. Right. And it doesn't clue in. No. It was a running joke when turn I worked Turn the at, music down. <laughs> when I worked at Cubby Bear, they would forget to do it after the Cubs game. You yeah. can imagine tons of TVs. Every, we're across the street from Wrigley. Every TV's on the Cubs game. Yeah. They, they would always forget. And then at some point, people would start just stopping and watching because it's yeah. it was always Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah. On exactly. every TV. Exactly. And I'm like, turn this off. Also, so, so what here's I'm saying the is, thing I don't understand. I, like, I get if you go to... There's some restaurants now that just have TVs. And I'm like... What do you mean? Like, if you go to a bar, sports bar... You expect And TV. they have a ton of TVs. You're like, that's the vibe. Some restaurants and bars have these TVs, and you're like, is is that like adult, you've decided adult screen time. the aesthetic? It's adult screen time at dinner, which is insane to me. Yeah, it's like I would I would save my money 
on the TVs, I would have one if I if I'm so inclined to have one at the bar that always has the thing on that should be the thing. And then off. And it's often going to be sports related. And it then just, off. It just is. And then and then off. I can't understand it when some of these restaurants are like, oh, you didn't want to just watch, and, and, and I'm only going off of what, I, what I've seen. Oh, you didn't want to watch Fox News? Or MSNBC. Even if you like Fox yeah, News. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Are you literally at the, I went to get, I was in Atlanta, and I went to get Chinese food, and there's Fox News showing me Kevin McCarthy giving his take on not raising the debt ceiling. And then Biden telling me what, why he thinks it needs to be raised. Right. And I'm like, I don't care whose side you're on I just want to eat dinner. We're just at a restaurant. Right. Like, There's a great uh, why restaurant. Why are there any TVs? There's a great Thai restaurant on <laughs> in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard called Palms Thai. Yeah. And it's one huge room. There's yeah. no wall. It's one huge, great room. Yeah. Right? And there's a TV I like that. by the bar, yeah. which I can understand. Yeah. You know, if you sat at the bar or whatever, yeah. there's a TV there. And you can see it from anywhere in the room. Yeah. But on the other side of the room is one, maybe two more TVs. Yeah. With yeah. always the wildest shit on. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. one will be on news, another one will be on Survivor. Yeah. Another one will like be on like Home Shopping Network or whatever. And yeah. you and, and it's like I think you could turn these off. Your food is so good. Your place is great. There's sometimes there's a lot of times there was a musician playing. Yeah. Like, this, I, I have some. I, I I and I could be wildly off base here. I doubt it. And someone could say For me. Roy, you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm going to say right now, you might be right. You might. There's a chance you might be right. And I might, I might be, be speaking out of turn here. Yeah. But you've been to the Dresden, right? I love it. And there isn't a TV in the place. Nope. Half of it, half side is an old school restaurant. The other side is an old school bar. Yeah. They have Lounge. no longer because Marty passed away. I don't yeah. know if they both passed away. But yeah. the two musical performers that were there often would have people come and sing with them. Even people from the audience. It was like sort of a glorified, I mean, in a good way, a glorified... Uh, karaoke yeah. it was awesome it created an ambiance it was a lounge it was a cool vibe now granted that's what they were going for sure. but that loungy cool vibe was so great you oftentimes couldn't really get in there i don't know thursday friday saturday like it was really tough to get right. in there and like you know there's just no space because it was such a welcoming inviting place i think a lot of i think there's more people that want that more so than they want your Buffalo Wild Wings. Nothing is Buffalo Wild Wings. I'll go there right now. Me too. But when you throw all those around all over the country and you fill them with like the TVs and you go, no, look, we're doing great. It's like, yeah, because some of these places don't have the place where actually the majority might go there. They might actually be like, nah, I kind of would love a hip, cool lounge that plays like there was a bar it used to be a bar called nowhere bar had no tv and i was like yeah oh, great little that's now i'm not here i'm, I'm here a tv guy that is not for everybody there's someone going buffalo wild wings my absolute favorite place to be and i'm not here to say that it shouldn't be because my favorite thing is not your favorite thing sure and that's fine but i'm just saying rarely is there the case of like you know when you go on the road i'm always asking people like what's the what is like the bar that's not crazy crowded but has character and is local and is like a vibe what is the coffee shop that isn't starbucks it's like right. just something else that's right. local and it's owned and run by people who live in this space like i i'm i'm just all for that and i think a lot of places like your offshoots of a buffalo wild wings i think they go well no look at the numbers here this is what people want mm -hmm. and i think people they just go with what you give them 
Like when people say, look, this is, this, is, this is what TV shows are. I think people will watch what you give them to I would watch. Yeah. So I think if you were to say, oh, there's more Dresdens around the country, you might find that they're packed a lot of times. Because if you put me in a city where you say, look, there is, there's not a lot to do. A lot of us go to, I'm, I don't know, I'm giving Buffalo Wild Wings a hard time, but Why? a lot of us go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Now you're great, and then that's where we'll go. Let's yeah. go have a beer. Let's yeah. go have some wings. It's Agreed. great. I'll yep. enjoy it. Yep. It's fine. Yep. Same. But... Some people might say that because that's the spot to go to because there isn't, like, some other spot because people are certain, like, well, if you make this niche thing, Mm -hmm. you might not get a lot of people there. But I think the thing that you think is niche is maybe not so niche. It just doesn't exist to where you can see a majority might actually want to go to a cool, vibey lounge kind of spot. Right. And again, I could be wildly off base, but I think think a lot of people do want that But to go back to your point, that is somebody who's, created a space a lounge a bar whatever maybe even a nightclub that they and they don't have tvs right that they that is where they would want to go yeah and i think that it's hard certainly if you own multiple but you you gotta go on and make sure they're still doing the nachos the way you would want to eat them do you know how many times i walk into i wonder if we get back to the path do you know how many times (laughs) together we always do do you know how many times i've walked into a restaurant and I've done it before, but I try not to. I usually just leave where I go, you guys didn't realize you still have your, like, cleaning lights on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the light. It, that's my number one. But here's and, and, lighting, and some people might be like, I don't really care, just bring me the food. Like, I, can, I understand that. But they but don't know I, that their food is better if the lighting's better. Their food I also, is better. It's a visual medium can, as well. I can't go home and access food. Like, right. when I go to a restaurant, it isn't just because I don't want to make some food that night. Right. It's because I do want the experience as well. Right. So when you walk in and the lights are crazy, or there's TVs all over the place, it's not that I'm, like, highfalutin. <laughs> like, I want things to be the way I want. I just think, and I think what Daniel's saying here, too, in case anyone doesn't understand this perspective, <laughs> but it is clearly just stating some of these places could be amazing. Mm-hmm. You maybe don't need a TV everywhere. Now, sometimes do I want a TV at a bar? Yeah, that's sure. what I'm going there mm-hmm. for, and I like it, and it's great. And sometimes I don't mind if it's actually Sports Center or something. You know what I mean? No. I don't know why it would be anything other than sports, but whatever. Oh, dude, no. Chive, uh, people failing I, video. I know. Uh, like that's, channel I, I, that's I like, hate that. I only like the ones that are successful. I went I to a restaurant those. recently. It feels like you're just watching a TV. You know what they had on? Yeah. MMA. Now. I've been a fan of MMA since like the early 2000s. When it was, when it was you've done Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I've done Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. I don't have a problem with people fighting, yeah. but I was eating and looking up at a man's face getting caved in. Yeah. And I just couldn't understand that someone in the restaurant wouldn't go, huh? I love MMA. But this probably isn't the best thing time to and, have time on. and place. Yes. Yeah. While people are eating now, not I'm not saying everybody would care. Yeah. But the people who don't care also don't care if you turn it to exactly, exactly. golf, exactly or sports center. People rarely care. Rarely care. They rarely. The only time you see someone get up to go, can you change it? Is like, well, it's the playoffs. It's game four. And, and I, you're like, and they're right. And I asked for that TV because and you're right because it was uh, Heat Celtics at the time that uh, and, it happened. But, yeah. but you're also absolutely right. That, that's it's the only game reason four. I asked. Shouldn't that be on? They're like, yeah, I guess. I get, oh, you don't want to watch the fishing tournament? No, no, it's not. It's not as timely. It always blows me away in a sports <laughs> bar too when you'll go 
when it is the biggest thing happens, like a game yeah. seven of some playoff or championship yeah. or whatever, and you'll go, uh, is it cool if we um, put on the Cubs game? And they'll go, what channel, what channel is it on? Did it start? And I go, I want to say, I'm here. I chose to come in here. You work here, and you are at a sports bar. Yeah, you're a sports bar. Or you're a bar that does make money off of people coming in to watch games. Sports, sure. yes. Yes. It just so you know, it benefits you way more than it benefits me yeah. to know this information. Yes. Because some people are gonna walk by and go, Do they have the game on? Fuck it. Yeah. And keep going. Or they're gonna yeah. come in, realize you don't have the game on and not want to bother you or ask you and just leave. Yeah. Like come on. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Bacon updates. You close this out. Nikki. Bacon updates. Great letter. Simple to the point. I agree. Little Pink. Yellow. Different. Different. Pink. Nikki, thanks for sending this in. Cereal is to soup as awesome as to you. We wish you well. Huh. Sincerely, your pen pals. <laughs> it's like you watched a kid do a cartwheel that you couldn't, didn't think would get around. <laughs> Sincerely, your pen pals. We wish you well. I did that all weird. Just do it. Oh, my Just God. We it. wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals. Rory Skull. Damn it. Daniel Vaniel Canyon. Oh, you. Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals news but the easiest way to support the show is to rate review and subscribe on itunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots hashtag grow the show Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. 
Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.